You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Elliott, an old soul in a young world. Tune in, tune in, tune in. We're here to chop it up about the reality of life of being an old soul. Come in and find yourself, internal wealth. Tune in to old soul in a young world. Old soul, young world. Old souls, young souls, and all my damn souls in between. Welcome back to another week of Old Soul in the Young World with your host, Jesse Ellie. Hey! Guys, it is popping this week. It is lit. We have a very special guest on the show. We have an entertainer, a host, a singer, maybe a little bit of a WrestleMania fan. I don't know, but we're going to find out. Welcome to the show, J.O. City was popping. What's going on? What's, What's going good? On? So happy to have you here. I'm digging that intro. Thanks. That was fine. It's always freestyle, so it's like either I'm going to fuck up or it's going to be a dope intro. So, like, we just wait and see. You know, it's authentic, though. It's always authentic. There we go. Hey. Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. A little bubbly. A little something, something. You know, you know, you mimosas going today, guys. Um, but like I said, Jay is a man of many talents. He wears many hats. He does many things for the Boston city and the Boston area. He's been around for a very long time in the music scene. So mm. if you don't know him, you got to get to know him. Yes. Jay, can you let the people know kind of what you do, where you started and where you're from? Oh, man. Well, we'll start where I'm from, man. I'm from, uh, as it says, I'm a Sin City original, hey. you know. <laughs> So I'm from uh, Lynn, Massachusetts, man. Westland, to be exact. You know, grew up in Neptune. Shout Towers. out, Lynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the whole sin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, grew up in Lynn, Mass, and just been in, doing my thing for a better half of 12 years now. So it's... Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. It started... Uh, wow. Started off with songwriting. Yeah. Which kind of opened a, a few doors mm-hmm. in the into the movie realm and... Which is where I got my uh, my big break with Surprise Surprise, which is a hey. independent film. Yeah, independent film. You know, created, shot, and released all in Boston. Dope. Yeah, it definitely, definitely was released on uh, six seventeen, so six one seven. You know, we, we did like that. that. We, yeah, we like that. You know, marketing boys. You know, and you know. <laughs> so yeah, it was a uh, yeah. Been doing that for. Um, just been on the scene for many years and, and kind of yeah. just, you know, honing my own skills and, and, and try to break down doors for artists and entertainers alike. That's what we love to hear. Definitely. And, you know, between, because the first things that you mentioned are um, acting and music. Yes. Was there like a first love between the two that you oh, like music. dove into? Music, hands down. He's an R&B singer, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got to say, he's got a dope voice, dope vibe. Appreciate it. Thank um, you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And, and where did that passion of music come from for you? Oh, it starts in the home, man. Like every Saturday morning, you know, my producer will, will put on the records, excuse me, the cassette tapes, uh, you know. Did you just age yourself? If anyone listening and don't know what a cassette tape is, turn this off or watch my last 60 episodes so you can learn something, right? Cassette tapes, look, I go back to the area where you have to, like, listen to the radio. And the radio wasn't just repeating the same 12 songs. Nah. You listen to the radio and that song come on, you hit the little red button and play so you can record your song. Thanks. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, my dude, she's throwing the radio every Saturday morning. We get up early, has to clean the house and... She used to play a lot of these old songs in which I'm like, oh, God, like, yeah. why am I listening to The Temptations right now? Why am I hearing Anita Baker? And mm-hmm. I used to get so, like, aggravated. How about like, the Isley you know, Brothers? Everything. When Ooh. I tell you everything, 
And it's funny, like the OJs, because now I love all that music. Yes. Like my favorite artist is Stevie Wonder. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that my old soul, old yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Love Ooh, that. Singer songwriter, like. You want whip out a line or what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I won't make you sing on air. <laughs> nah, nah, we, we can do something. We can do something. Well, I'll wait a little later. You know what I mean? But Stevie, yeah, Stevie was like my favorite artist. Um, and that kind of started my my love and my passion for music. Yeah. Like my mom was singing around the house. You know, she got a good voice. I won't tell her that in person. We have this little running gag. We joke on each other. <laughs> we go to karaoke and be like, why are you whining? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so my, your mom sings, too. She sings. My father got a little voice. Okay. You know, my uncle, my uncle... My uncle Courtney, he, he be hitting high notes. like For real? Like, yeah, he is, his range is ridiculous. He's a soprano type? Yeah, yeah. He's like ridiculous. <laughs> and he, but he don't look like it. He's like, yeah. look like a gruff dude. Like, he be like, who? That ain't coming from you. That's where the most soul comes from sometimes. Yeah, so you already so, know. Yeah, we have fun with it. So it's so definitely a musical family, man. You know, yeah. My brothers and, you know, some of my sisters, you know, we all all intertwined in the music world. So music definitely is my first love. And like you said, R&B, soul. So. Yes, yes. And I'm a, a big R&B, hip hop, um, soul fan. Mm -hmm. um, so you already know, like moving, you know, being in Lynn, going to the Boston scene, I feel like Boston is a little more hip hop-y and kind of always has been like rap hip hop. Yeah. So, you know, when you were growing up and you were getting into like doing shows or open mics or whatever it may be, um, how did you kind of move into the Boston scene with your hip hop and R&B? Were you booking shows with people? Were you doing features? You know what it was like? I was, <laughs> I was more of a, a the guy that everyone knew, and vice versa. Yeah. But no one knew I could sing. <laughs> no one He's really, like, let me whip out my secret yeah, ace card on y'all. Yeah, you know, so no, no one really knew I could sing until my high school graduation. It was um. Wait, what? You yeah, sang at your high school graduation? I did. I did. It was a That's surprise. Ballsy. It was a surprise for everyone. Okay. So, um, but I didn't want to do it alone. <laughs> so I called a, I called a good friend of mine. He's actually a brother, man. He's a well-known choreographer. You know, he goes by D. Deli. So Devin Woolridge, if you guys ever okay. heard of Funk Phenomenon. And, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. He started Funk, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so one of the founders. He's, he's, yeah. yeah, he's over there. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so I was like, I went to him because I know he got a little voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he could carry a note. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, but everyone knew him from his dances. So like me and Devin grew up since we was like three, two years. Y'all both surprised everybody. <laughs> yeah, so I was, like, I was like, yo, bro, like I need you for this one. And he was yeah. like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, we gotta do a little boy some man. So hard to say goodbye. Yeah, and I, was, yeah. Like, I convinced our instructor to let yo, us. Yo, I do bet it. everyone was crying. <laughs> like. nah, so, it was so funny. So it was um, you know, Captain got him on what anchor on both sides of the stage, mm -hmm. and they're like, what are they doing? You know, it gets all quiet. Here, people talking. Hey, what are you doing? Up there? What, what? <laughs> Yo, people want to graduate <laughs> yeah, too. Like, what's, yeah, what's about to happen? And you kind of just start off with the, the first note, and everyone's like, oh, shh. And they hear it, and you start, the girls start going crazy. <laughs> oh, my it? gosh. Yeah, so like that kind of put the little battery in my back. That's you know what dope. I mean? But yeah, so yeah. That, um, but just to navigate from there, I went to college, man, and I went to Fisher College and never really sung like that at college because, like you said, once you're in Boston, it's kind of like a. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you gotta yo, yo, know to know. If you yeah, know, you know around yeah, here. You know, but. So it was, um, but for me, it was just. You know what I mean, I always, I always like to put bars together too. Yeah. You know what I mean, so it was just like always like at Fisher, you try to battle rap and stuff like that. You oh really? Fun. It was like that there. Yeah. It was I'm crazy. not familiar with Fisher too much. So, yeah, okay. Fisher is a small private school, man. Like, yeah. and I will say it is probably the best accident I ever stepped into. Really? Then what did get you get school. from Fisher that you felt like? you know, that you could use to go forward in your craft? Everything. So, that's I tell you about Fisher, I never looked at the school. 
they came to they came to my high school, did one of those on the spot acceptance days, and okay. you know, I had the grades to get right in. Yeah, and I wasn't thinking about it. Um, because schools that I had applied to, I got into, but it was more of a financial situation. Yeah. Um, and then financially, it didn't work out for a lot of schools. And so, and then one of the schools I was looking at was uh, Clark Atlanta. Okay. Um, and then I had a, the same high school teacher who told me I should look at it, told me, you don't want to go there because they might lose their accreditation. Oh, snap. Yeah. Wow. So I was just like, Ugh. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was never that school, though. It was, uh, it was always uh, Morris Brown, which was the school highlighted in Drumline. Okay. Yeah. So I was and so like, did you pursue music while at school? At first, you know, I studied business, business management. Man. Okay, so that, that makes sense. Like, yeah. So like I went to a trade school um, in high school and we studied business there. So it was kind of like always following that trend. So, um, but yeah, at Fisher, you kind of—I just kind of walked in. It used to be an all-girls school, so I was like, okay, <laughs> check mark right there. Facts, facts. Great, the ratio's yeah. good, but it was yeah. very diverse too. I walked in, and my high school was bigger than Fisher. Wow. Yeah, but it was—but um, it was so diverse. You see, you know, Spanish, black, yeah, a couple of white people, yeah, transfer students from Japan. When I sit here and tell you the fashion that a lot of people follow now, like they was able to bring back over to us, like after winter breaks. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, it was like, yeah, we was ahead of the curve at yeah. Fisher, man. But a lot of it was like factored around music too. So it was, um, yeah, I remember I came back for my junior year and it's just like, these young boys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they like, they used to call me Jigga. They used to call me Jigga. Um, and like, I'll never forget my boy, uh, Impala. You know, shout out to him and my whole Hustle Squad family. Um, but yeah, he was like, I want to battle you. I heard, okay. him battle. I heard him battling. I used to be like, I was like, bro, your, your bar's like, you choking. Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. He'd be like, I want to battle you. <laughs> and so I didn't take him serious, right? So I was like, I was like, all right, yeah, whatever. We'll set it up. But that one day came. Yeah, that day came. When there was came. a rap battle. <laughs> that day came. I was like, oh, he was serious. Like, so I didn't write nothing. Oh, shit. Have you it. have to have your 16 bars ready every time. No, I didn't write nothing. I didn't, like, nothing. Like, I was like, oh, so, and then, you know, you get the crowd of people now. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I went completely off the top. That's um, dope. In that moments like that, situations like how you said it was a happy accident that you went to Fisher yeah. and stuff like that. It's like the things you don't expect are sometimes the things that push you forward. Mm -hmm. In those challenges, they help you grow. It's like even when you're on the spot, you don't have anything prepared, but you whip uh, something out. I bet it was still fire. Yeah, <laughs> I won. See, I knew so it. Was, I, won. I knew it. So like him and I, like it's a. Uh, I will say that it'll go down in, in, in official history. Like, we've had three battles. Um, I beat them twice, clearly. Uh, the third one, third one. Third one, we call the tie, maybe. Nah, the third one's debatable, but, like, I will say, like, just based off his progress and his growth from it, like, I, I, I definitely get that to him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. I will say it was crazy. Like, that third battle was, it was, like, Advertise like people would, what? yeah. People would hang up flyers. I'm like, Yo, oh, <laughs> damn, that's serious. Yeah, I came okay. out of an eight o'clock class. People, I was gonna say, people like, you ready? I'm like, Yo, it's eight o'clock, bro. Like, in the halls, like, Yo, you going? Yeah, like, Yo, you should have seen that. I came out of one class, and they was like, Yo, he's waiting for you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm about to get something to eat. Like, you about to get jumped or something? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, nah, we just having a rap battle. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot. But I walked in there, like, it was like, fish was like I said, so small, man. But, um, yeah. <laughs> The cafeteria was filled, and the cafeteria like had those dividing walls, which was opened up for whatever reason. Oh my gosh, so serious! <laughs> so this is like, like a movie. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. So we walk in there, I'm like, professors are there. I'm like, don't you go to class? 
class. Like, For real. You know? But uh, it was it was good, man. And that's what made my time at Fisher like definitely yeah. like highlighted and mm. you know just walking into it. It's, it's just serendipity is the perfect word to sum, sum it up. And it's just like you yeah. know, happy accidents. Like you you don't think it's meant for you, but you take that chance. You take a risk and. From there, anything's possible. And I think that's what kind of, like, helped me hop onto the Boston scene. You know what I mean? I started musically, started getting more known for doing events and, and things in Boston before Lynn. Yeah. And you were doing shows. Oh, I'm going to mess up the name, probably. I think it was um, Chill, Hip Hop and Chill. Mm-mm. Am I right? So R&B and Chill. R&B yes. and Chill. Excuse me. Yeah, so R&B and Chill. uh was a radio program on Spark FM online, who yes. was, which is hosted. shout out Spark FM. Yes, yes. shout out Miss Hot Sauce. Definitely, definitely. Um, also, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Miss, you know, Remy in the City. Yes, because that, that is her platform. So Ooh, I want to give her, her shout her, her out, girl. For that, man. Um, but yeah, it, it started off with uh, you know Remy in the City, and mm-hmm. she came to me. She, you know, I used to like, girl, you need to get back and do radio because she used to do radio back in the day, and I was like, you need to get back and doing radio. I used to bug her for years. Yeah. So she finally came to me one day. She's like, I'm doing it. That's I'm gonna it? Do, I'm going to do an R&B show. I'm doing it. Yeah, and we so we that. would always talk. She was like, you know, I want you to come on at least once a week as a contributor. Mm-hmm. And that kind of turned to like, oh, you should co-host with me. I'm well, you have a radio voice. I was going to ask you that. <laughs> like, I know you've done some podcasting and stuff, yes. but you do have like this particular radio voice, I feel oh, like. I thank you. I thank yeah, you. Got so, you. Yeah, came up and did a R&B, R&B and show. Started as a, like I said, a contributor and then went from... To Wednesday night co-host, and then they threw me on Wednesday and Thursday nights where you know we was on there together. Hey, and yeah, we were building brands, man. It was, it was, it was something remarkable. All R and B music. Yeah. More importantly, we was highlighting artists from the area as well. Local like R and B artists. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh man, it's crazy. Like the the amount of talent that yeah. would be played on air, and then like you know you have other artists. Like I would travel down to Atlanta and other places, L A. Okay. And make connections to be like yo, send me your stuff. That's we'll fire. Introduce you to. East Coast or up north, you know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah. Shout outs to that, you know, R and B and chill on the platform. I know since she's uh she's now taking that and she's doing like a R and B and vibe show, which oh, is like wow. a live podcast and thing. Okay. And I think she just rebranded and relaunched, but uh, she, oh, shout you know, out, that's fire. Yeah, that's shout out to fire. her and, uh, and kudos to everything that she's doing. Wish yes. you nothing but the best. Yes, for sure. and you know, like we said, you have multiple hats. You do multiple things. Yes. Um, so from you know the music scene and getting to know people and networking and all that. Um, you said that you landed a role in a movie um, yeah. called Surprise, Surprise, yes. which is out now. It's an Amazon Prime <laughs> original. Make sure you go check that out. Yes, um, yes. But could you tell us a little bit about like how you got into that? Because, you know, going through school and everything you said, like you didn't talk about taking acting classes oh, or anything no. <laughs> like that. Um, was it also a happy accident or like serendipity? So I will say like the, the nature of it. Yes, to answer your question right away. I love that uh, word serendipity, by the way. Yeah. So when you brought that up, I was like, ooh, I got to play it back. I got to bring it back. Uh, but yeah, so I, I would say, like, I've always just been, you know, a personality, to say mm-hmm. the least. Um, you know, even when I was in, like, high school and in my early years of college, like, I know my, my brother, you know, I mean, his boy, they went to a school that's no longer there called AI New England. Oh, yeah, AI. Yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh. All I used to hear growing up was, like, AI commercials. <laughs> like, wow. So they went to AI New England, and, and it kind of, uh, they used to do a sketch comedy show called The Block. Okay. And so they was like, you have to do the show. Like, you, like there's no way, you, like, you're nut. Like, yeah. And my brother used to be like, just do it. Man, like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what do you got to lose? Yeah, like, so on a yeah. Sunday, you're not yeah. doing nothing. 
Uh, so yeah, we, it's funny. So I started doing the, the sketch comedy show called The Block, and you know we would write skits, and a lot of it was improvised. To be honest okay. with you, like when it came to our script, we just had bullet points. <laughs> like that was it. Like we okay. Character. Were there character like certain characters you guys had? Yeah, so it was like for um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of characters. So I, I ended up doing Barack Obama one time. Oh my which god, was, which was unique. <laughs> um, can yeah, you do that? Can you do the Idol. voice? Like I have to ask. Oh no, I was oh, a terrible I, Barack I was Obama. Like, oh, shit. I was terrible, but it was a. <laughs> I, if I could try to, now nah, I'm even gonna do. Do it. like do one it line. A, <laughs> uh, my fellow Americans. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, that was enough. That was good enough for me right nah, there. But it was uh, it was crazy. So, like, we do a bunch of characters. Like, me and my brother used to do, like, American Idol contests. We used to, uh, okay. Yeah, like, used to, spoof video type spoof, thing? Spoof. Got like, you. It was just, like, American Idol. And we was, like, two rap, two rappers who just went up there. <laughs> uh, That's yeah, funny. There was, there was so many so many different skits that we had on yeah. there. Um, I played a rapper called Smutty Wallens. <laughs> Uh, Smutty Wallens. Yeah, and I, like would have, what? I would have the, you know, take the tinfoil, yes. put it on there. Like, yeah, Got it was, the grills. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, man. But we were just, that was it. I, yeah. I, you tap into your creative side. Yeah. Um, See, but, like, if you had that out right now, if you guys were still making that, that show would probably go viral. People love that on, like, TikTok, <laughs> YouTube, all those spoof skits. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm trying to make sure none of them was released, man, because I got to think of, in today's comedy, it would probably be, uh, a little bit, yeah, a little yeah, yeah. Doing. Times have changed in media, so you already know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, now, honestly, it was it was fun times, man. Um, we had a solid cast, solid crew, still mm. still uh, cool with a lot of them. I should say all of them, pretty yeah. much. Um, but yeah, we did that, and you know that lasted for about a year and a half. And you know, doing local access television, got it out in Atlanta and in Boston. And oh, New you were York. doing through access television stations. Yeah, so we did That's it. Uh, so we would we would do it at AI New England. We would film there. We would build the set. And that was another thing. Like we would build the set. Yeah. You know? um, yeah, and it's a lot of work, isn't it? A lot it? of work. Everyone <laughs> listening in, I just put like a video on my Instagram of us like taking down the set. You guys see it here, but like as you know, behind the scenes mm -hmm. shit. That's the stuff nobody gets to see and nobody knows about. But there's a lot of work that goes behind yeah. it. We would do um, we would do anywhere from eight to twelve hour shoot days on Sundays, Shh. changing the sets in between. Yeah, you know, giving people and it's crazy because now like we would just build sketches on the spot. We'd be like, yo, this would be a good. That's Let's next. Do it. Yeah, yeah. What do, what, yeah. What, do we, what do we what do we have to do with the set to make it work? Yeah. And so we would build it out, man. It was it was awesome, man. Like to have that creativity. That's pretty and, dope that it wasn't so like pre-planned or pre-prepared to the point where you guys were like stressing or something. Like it was still uh, fun while you're creating it. Yeah, I was. I would say one of our most iconic sketches. That's probably <laughs> we use as a blooper reel, but it's like to me it's still the funniest thing. Came out of not having a script. See? Uh, shout out to Dan McCready, man. So it was a uh, shout out. Yeah, it was it was one of those where. Uh, it was a long day, you know. On long days, you can get agitated and things oh, yeah. of that nature. And you know, we wanted to do this one specific sketch, um, and we're like, "All right, yeah, what's the script at?" Oh man! <laughs> the was like, you know, bullet points. Like, All right, what's the script? Yeah. And there was no script. And when I tell you, Dan went into <laughs> so he was in the church. <laughs> oh man! And Dan <laughs> took his piece of paper. He went up to the pulpit. He's like, I want to give you a testimony about this thing called the script. It gives you directions on what to say, what to do. Can I get a hallelujah? And we, and oh, I my said, yeah, God. And we went into it like a full-blown tangent. Like, 
Oh man, watching it back on playback, like we literally had like tears in our eyes because it was so funny. We were like, you gotta release this. That's episode. hilarious. You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was, did that and uh, that kind of opened up the doors of acting shops and I was firmly focused on my songwriting. Okay. Um, so I was working uh, with a friend of mine who's now based out of Philly. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, he had some plugs to Genuine and, and Usher and stuff like that. And yeah. So he was writing uh, some music in which I was like, hey, if they don't take it, I could throw it on my my debut project. You right, know, like, exactly. <laughs> like one or the other. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, uh, but it was crazy. So I was writing for that. And um, you know, my brother reached out to me. He was like, hey, um, doing this movie. Uh, and we have, at the time, I believe her name is Maya Gilbert, who at the time was dating Eddie Murphy. Oh, wow. Yeah, and okay. it, was like, it was like, we just sent her the paperwork. She verbally agreed. We just need her to sign off. Wow. Uh, doing the project. Uh, we have a small role for you, but we'd love for you to audition. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if it's for me, why would I need to audition? Yeah. It's like, nah, it's just, you know, you got to go through it, man. <laughs> the legality sure of yeah, it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, we want to make sure it's the right fit for you, you know. Right. So I was like, all right, yo, let me know. Mm -hmm. So they gave me the date, which is probably like a month out. Um, and within that month, I never knew my brother dropped from the project. Um, Your brother dropped out from yeah, the project? Yeah, he dropped out. So he was one oh, of so the, he brought you in and then he yeah, was out. Yeah, oh, he created, snap. So he created the okay. idea for the movie. Gotcha. Um, Crosby ended up uh, doing the story, the writing for it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I, I went to audition and you know I auditioned for that role and you know shout out to Crosby Tatum and Opal Thompson. Shout out. Yes, definitely. Um, and so you know, Crosby's just like, you know, hey, um, you know, you should audition for this other role. This is kind of a bigger role, but mm -hmm. I'll be I'll be reading lines with you. We'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right. I was like, I didn't know what the other role was. I'm just like, okay. Right. I'm doing lines and you know, they was like, all right, yeah, we'll be in contact, you know, for sure. So and I'm this like, is a first for you, right? Like you didn't read first. lines or do scripts before. No, that, the okay, because like I had you said, it was right. Yeah. <laughs> it <was bullet laughs> Which is not a script. No, it's no, a list. No, it was just like make sure you hit this market this month. Yeah. Um I was like, okay, you know, cool. Mm -hmm. Um and so yeah, I ended up um leaving there and was getting back to the studio and doing work and Got a call a few weeks later, like, hey, we want to offer you the role of Jay in Surprise, Surprise. Ooh. So I was like, great, who's Jay? <laughs> who's Jay? And they're like, what's his role? And they was like, yeah, let's just say you're like the number two lead. What? I was like. So you went from a small part yeah. to a number two lead in like a matter of a week with no experience. Uh, exactly. So I was That's like. That's fire. I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? All right, cool. I yeah. guess. I didn't know what to expect. I was like, that, that sounds cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so you know, meet the full cast and you start doing table reads and I'm like, I'm lost. So I'm like, I start improv and they're like, no, stick to the script. <laughs> you know, yeah. don't improvise too much kind of because you got to, yeah. your cue is, you know, based off the script a lot of times. Right. And so you guys can build some synergy. Was and, that a difficult like transition for you to actually learn how to be memorizing, reading the scripts and working like back and forth with other actors? It was a huge challenge because yeah. like, again, I'm more of an improv you know, right. kind of guy and, yeah. and wing it. Um, but the one thing I, I was able to learn, like it, I think the toughest part about it was learning how to bring a character to life. And it's a character that you have to bring to life. They're, they exactly. can tell you like, a shell of the character, but you have to make the character. Right. You and know? you can read those lines over and over, but if you're not making like the accent or the emotions, the exactly. facial expressions, like it don't matter because like, and that's what people don't understand. Acting is, it's way more than like what you see as the final product. So much goes into it, mm -hmm. embodying the character. Yeah. You know? So it was, it was one of those where I was just like, all right, you know, 
reading the the character description, you know, Jay is a uh, you know the smooth best friend of. Uh, was this name really Jay? So yeah. like you were Jay playing Jay? Pretty, pretty much, right? So, <laughs> it was meant for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, my, but they, they called my brother Jay too. So. It was, uh, oh, okay. But they was just like, um, you know, reading his character description. It was just like, you know, he's the the smooth ladies' man who you know what I mean who kind of has befriends a you know nerdy guy and mm-hmm. you know they're, they're roommates and stuff like that and you know he he kind of has to you know elevate this guy's status to help him out um okay. and so i was just like me if anyone knows me like i said i'm a i'm not a ladies man i'm not a not a <laughs> you know what i mean not a not a flirt or anything like i said i'm a, I'm, a, I'm someone who's gonna if we're in a circle of people i want to make everyone feel included yeah. in that circle yeah you gentlemen yeah yeah you know what i mean i, um, I want to make sure everyone's comfortable mm-hmm. um but to kind of play that like that ladies' man part, like yeah. you had to step outside of yourself. I'm out of orbit with that. Yeah, like, right. I'm like, oh, she doesn't laugh. Right? What happens now? Like, <laughs> abort oh mission. Gosh, abort. Facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but just kind of doing that, man, and learning how to bring that character to life. So everything was like dialect on every word. You yeah, know, trying right. different emotions from each line. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when you read lines with the the people who are involved in those scenes, yeah, you know, because a lot of them are seasoned actors and actresses. Right. Um, and so you kind of try to take tidbits from them and, yeah. you know, and you have to play off each other's energy too. Like it can't yeah. all just be you. You got to be reacting, you know, chemistry. to how they speak. Yeah. The chemistry, a lot of chemistry, like it, it took time for us with like, we would just go out to whether it's have a coffee, go get something to eat. Right. Um, if we're out in a social environment, you know, kind of seeing how one another are. Yeah. Um, and that, that helped tremendously, you know, cause when, the when the lights came on and action, it was just, yeah. Then it was natural. Yeah, That's it, was, dope. It, was, it was it was it was such a good look, man. And we filmed um, you know, over the course of eighteen months. And where was this filmed? In Boston. Right? In, in Boston. In Boston. So That's it, we so did a cool. scene at Fisher College. What? <laughs> yeah, That's like did. a three sixty. Yeah, like. so, it's so crazy. They was like, you you want to do a what here? I was like, yeah, I'm doing a movie, and yep. it was like. Open the doors. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Bringing our alumni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So can we write a story about yeah. this? Like, yes, right? you can. Like, yeah. Bring in the reporters. <laughs> yeah. So we did, uh, yeah, we did uh, scenes at Fisher College up and down Huntington Avenue. Okay. Um, you know, there was a few scenes just at Game On Boston, mm-hmm. uh, which, which was another connection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? But So we filmed at a lot of different noticeable places um, okay. around around the city. Um, and we definitely shot guerrilla style. Hey. You know? So was, uh, for those who don't know that, just means don't get cut yep. by the police. Yep, <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep. You know what I mean? So, you got to do it sometimes, you yeah, know? Yeah, you got to do it. That's how you do it, yep. You know yep. what I mean? Um, yeah, we, we shot a lot of that film, and it was a it was a great experience. It was a trying experience at the same time, um, and a definitely experience to learn from. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like I just loved the cast and crew that was that was there with us. And yeah, it's a know. huge opportunity too for like networking and opening new doors for yourself because at that point, like you were still transitioning and finding your career. I feel like so it's yeah. like taking a, a you know a chance, taking a risk, oh, and doing something that you had never done, like. I feel like I bet it gave you some type of confidence um, mm. with yourself to trust yourself to be like, yo, I don't have to be boxed in or labeled to just be like doing, you know, R&B or doing this or doing that. Like you can kind of do anything, you know? Yeah. I want to say the biggest challenge came after after filming. Wow. Why? Because when you're an independent film, you're like, all right, how Where do, do we I get go it out? from here? Yeah, like, yeah. How do we get it out to the masses? You right. Know what I mean? So like, I ended up getting a receiving a producer credit. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely had the Much music. Much deserved. Yes, you know, you know. Uh, music supervisor. 
okay. for the project. And so it was just like, all right. You did the whole soundtrack you had did, mentioned, right? Yes, did okay. the soundtrack. Executive uh, produced the soundtrack, was able to get artists on uh, with Crosby uh, Tatum. And so we just had the idea. We was like, all right, look, how can we bring more awareness to it? Mm-hmm. For one, we want to make sure that the city is on it. So we're going to have to get artists from the city. Exactly. Yeah, you know I mean, and yeah. when when we met from the city, I met Lynn. Yeah, <laughs> Paul, yeah, too, like, yeah. Know, Bring your people uh, up with you. Yeah, right. so that's what it was. We was just like, yo, so submit cool. songs, yep. and we'll make sure it's not only on the soundtrack but in the movie. Wow. We will find a way to incorporate it in the movie. It's amazing. Yeah, and so we were able to do that, um, and it was just like, all right, what now? Yeah. We have all these songs. What do we do? I was like, soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? I was like, yeah. I was like, you do the soundtrack. You release the soundtrack first. Build some buzz. Yeah. Um, buzz around the movie and. You know, it just reminded me, like, growing up, listening to all the classic soundtracks, so, like the Boomerang soundtrack. And did you incorporate that? Did you try to incorporate, like, music you would listen to and your love for, like, R&B in the soundtrack? Or oh, is it kind of... Definitely R&B artists, okay. hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. And it has to fit the scene. So, like, when you sit right. there and watch playback, you're like, all right, this song should go with this scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and you relate to artists, like, hey, if it's... If, if, if it's a specifically original content for this movie, then this is the scene that you want to write for. Gotcha. I can help you write. You know, yeah, you gotta yeah. Get, get that tidbit in there. Um and yeah, that's what we did, man. It kind of built out a project. And like, I just have to ask, like, how did it get to Amazon Prime level? Because oh, man. that's pretty crazy. So it's a, uh, you know, so shout out to Crosby. He had a, he had a, um, someone on hand because he had did some work previously. Um, he was able to find a distributor in Maverick Entertainment, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, they support a lot of independent projects. Yeah. Um, you know, him and I had a little tiff over that because I had a, you know, I had a few people that I had talked to. I was like, look, I was like, you'll never guess who's interested in the project. He's like, who? I'm like, Boris Cujo's manager. Like, oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was crazy. Like, we used to go back and forth because I would, like, you know, just Facebook and use the social media and family. Like, my family knew some people, so yeah, they plugged us in and they would see the trailer and they're like, what are you guys doing with it? You yeah, know? right. Um, and the craziest thing, there's this uh, now television station, which is real known as uh, Bounce TV. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's on like Verizon Files and stuff like that. But back then it was little known about it. I didn't even know about Bounce Television. But they were the second largest you know, African-American owned television station behind BET mm-hmm. at the time. And it was just like, they were talking about, oh, you know, we can, um, yeah, the person I was talking about, oh, we can get that up there and do a Friday premiere. And What? Yeah, so I'm here on premiere Friday. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, right. Television, like, right. Forget that distributor. Come on, for real, <laughs> you for know? real. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it was Crosby's project, and he was just like, he signed a contract, yeah. and which got us into Walmart. Wow. Yeah, we was in That's Walmart huge. and stuff like that. Um, and then kind of just took off from there. Yeah. Like it was, it was so funny just to, like planning the release party, right? So it was uh. You know, I'll be, be transparent. The first time we tried to do a viewing for Surprise, Surprise, the mm-hmm. film was not ready. What? Yeah. How so, are you guys going to plan a whole look, viewing without man, a film? Listen, so we, That's reckless. We thought, it, <laughs> we thought it was in. We was like, hey, you know, right, we're going to do a viewing for it, you know, kind of get people's feedback. Like, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I can be done with it by this date. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay. Like, we mean done editing, like post. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right. He's like, I'm gonna book. The, he's like, I'm gonna book the venue. I'm like, okay. Right. So what do we need to do? He's like, just show up. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Like, sounds good. Yeah, Smooth you know, enough. We're like, all right. Kenmore Theater in Cambridge and everything. Got red carpet. Yeah. You know, like limos. Like, okay. Pulling up. We got cameras. VIP event. Yeah, red you know, carpet shit. Coming out, click, click, click. Damn. Click. Like, oh, this is official. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Six thirty come around. I'm like. <laughs> Like we starting this film or yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I mean? Get a call. You around somebody? 
Yeah, I need you to I need you to step away real quick. Oh, oh what's no. going on? Yo, where you at? Everyone's asking for you, bro. Like, I'm still editing the movie. What? <laughs> oh my! Oh, so, he's like, I need you to cover for me, and I'm like, <sighs> that's horrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> so everyone's looking at me. You got me anxious right now. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, so everyone's like, looking at me because everyone's like, well, you, it's you guys' movie, and I'm yeah. like. Like technically, it's his movie, but like I've done so I'm much with it. Like, yeah, like I've done so much with it with promo and we're doing press releases and press runs. Yeah, you know, so everyone automatically assumes it's like it's our movie. So I'm like, all right, I gotta kind of looks bad bullet. on you too yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. My name attached to it. Right, right. Um, and I'll never forget. And this was really like this. Did you sing for everybody again? <laughs> no, nah, nah. So we did interviews and stuff. And by the time he had got there, um, we. <laughs> We can only run the movie for 45 minutes. People had paid tickets, right? Oh my gosh, that's so bad. <laughs> so uh, the theater comes up to me. I'm like, oh, you need to speak to him? They was like, no, 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 we, we need to speak to you because it seems like you're the guy everyone knows. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. You're like, like, I'm not the man in charge, but <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, they're like, they're like, so we're gonna hard stop in 45 minutes. Um, by law, we have to play this next movie. I'm like, well, how many people bought tickets for this next movie? They was like, no one, but we have to play it by law. Oh, wow. I'm like, okay. So I go down and I tell him. He's looking at me. He's like, can we do anything? I'm like, uh, no, we can't. Mm -hmm. Like, Not at that point. We could have started on time. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, you know, right. Um, so, you know, movie gets cut halfway through and, you know, he makes up something on the spot. Like, hey, this is just a trial version and, you know, everyone get your money back and, you know. Yeah. Make sure you guys come to the actual release and we'll make sure you get free copies of the movie. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm pissed. I'm super pissed. And what made me even more upset about it is I had a friend of mine who I worked um, with at Fenway. He was more on the, the Aramark food vendor side. Okay, gotcha. But his son, uh, excuse me, his nephew is uh, a music producer mm -hmm. who works with uh, one half of Sean and Cadis, who <laughs> doesn't work with okay. Chris Brown. And, and they were there? They came? He wasn't there. So Sean and Cadis, he, he, he knew about my music side, so he'd always kind of reference it. He was yeah. like, um, but he found out I was doing a movie because I invited him. And he was just mm -hmm. like, he showed me this text message. And his text message was just like, hey, um, got pulled into a meeting unfortunately I can't make it tonight please let me know about the film if we should move forward with reaching out mm -hmm. and it was an exec from Columbia Pictures oh <laughs> oh my heart oh my gosh I'm so sorry yeah, for you so, it, I mean everything works out how it's supposed to though so let me say out, that but it, it worked out to the fact that he didn't come because if had he have made yeah. it there's yeah. no way we would have a name like yeah. step foot in anywhere in Hollywood like, yeah Facts. You know, um, and he was just like, he's like, what happened? And I was like, you know, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. He was like, I understand it's not your film. He's like, but the one thing you always have to realize is like, if your name's attached to it and you're going out making these runs with presses and everything, you got to take the good with the bad. Exactly. And I was like, I fully understand that. Yeah. You know? And he yeah. was just like, he was like, that's just one thing. He's like, so someone up there is watching over you because he was scheduled to come tonight. Facts. And exactly. I was like, and from there, it was just like, that changed my whole outlook on on entertainment and business and, and, and how I conduct myself and make sure like, even when it comes to my name and my brand, like, hey, 
make sure everything is lined up before you promote it. Your obligation technically ended when you completed the film. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's a great lesson for yourself and for anybody listening in because, you know, being an artist and, and trying to come up and build your name and build your brand, you do have to network and work with different people. Um, but you also have to be responsible for your content, for your name, yeah. for your image. Um, like, even for me, like, with the show, like, be careful what I'm saying on the show, who I have on the show, reputation-wise, you feel me because you're trying to put something out there to the people and you want to make sure that you look good you know yeah. um and your name looks good if it's on it even <laughs> if it's not your fault and you're not the head one but exactly it's and always a lesson it. yeah you you're know? attached to it um and it, it was one of those where it was a learning experience for all of us yeah because you know then we went back to the drum board and it was just like all right yeah you know get the movie edited first mm -hmm. <laughs> we're all gonna watch it mm -hmm. <laughs> make sure it's edited right. properly um <laughs> And then we're gonna plan. We're gonna actually have a plan on how to roll this thing out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and luckily, he had Crosby had signed that uh, the distribution contract because it could probably could have been pulled had exactly. they found out and he didn't sign. You know what I'm saying? Right. 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 Um, so, like we said, it kind of was a happy accident yeah. in a way because it did work out how it, it was meant out. to work out yeah, in the it end. Out. And we learned, and you know, the film was done. It was like, all right, now like. How do we market it? How do we get it out there? We need an event space. We're like, right. he's like, yeah, we're gonna June seventeenth is the release date, and we're gonna put it out there. Yep. All right, where are we throwing this party at? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, it's up to me because I'm looking. I'm like, I'm like, he doesn't have a venue for this party. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and, and shout out to Opal, who's like a big sis. We hey, looked at shout each out other. Opal. Yeah. And she looked at me. She was like, you know, he don't have a venue, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and so we was like working alongside Crosby. Crosby's a brilliant mind, man, and, and and you know he's a he's real active dude. His mind runs a mile a minute. Um, yeah. However, at times it's one of those like that's where you need your team. Right. Exactly. Because you know I mean? like, if your sure. mind's always running a mile a minute, you miss the small details sometimes. So yeah. You got to get other people to cover those. You know. But yeah, mishaps. it's always it's always good to have a team around you because Facts. of what you may be blind to, they're not. And mm -hmm. so like that's why I always say I hate the term having a circle of friends. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because if I'm looking this way, I can't tell. Yeah. Who's at my back and what they're doing? Exactly. I believe that if I have friends, I need to have a line of friends because if I'm facing that line. Even if someone is out of place, you can tell. That's a real gem. I like that. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, um, and that's how we, you know, Crosby, myself, Opal, that's how we worked. It was just like, hey, we got to cover each other's blind spots. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mine's, I'm so ambitious that I want to just, like, when I get passionate about something, it's like, we got to go this route, go right. this route, go yeah. this route. Like, it's fresh. <laughs> we got to do it now. And Crosby had to wherewithal to be like, nah, sit, wait. Mm -hmm. Like, this may not be the best deal in the short term, but long term and for longevity of the project, it's going to be the best. Yep. Um, you know, and so that's what happened. And yes, yeah, so hey. we, we ended up getting that. We ended up getting that national release date. Um, and just so happened that we needed a venue. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to get into doing artist showcases. OK. You know what I mean? And I was just like, I was like, we have so much talent here. No one knows. I used to get so frustrated. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no reason, like, do you know Bobby Brown's from here and New Edition? We don't get no respect for in music. For real. Like, you know, exactly. So Which, just, actually, <laughs> I think you've performed with New Edition before. I don't know. We don't go that far. No? We, don't, we don't go that far. Oh, man. Yeah, I, 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 I had to pull it out. I, but. I mean, not on the record. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so I did I did meet uh, Del Biv DeVoe. Um, and it was more of a more of a impromptu kind of thing. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so, like, shout out to Louis Bello. Uh, hey, Louis! Louis did something. Shout out, Louis. Uh, so Louis, uh, you know, I, for a 
point in time, I used to book musical acts on Jersey Street before mm-hmm. the Red Sox games. Yeah. And no, uh, I had Louie out there one day, and you know, I was with, uh, excuse me, Bell Biff DeVoe. We're taking him around, and Louie makes contact. He sees Bell Biff DeVoe, cuts his set, goes into a acoustic Walks eyes from yeah, across the cut, crowd. Like. Cuts, his, cuts, like, dead stops his song. Whispers something, acoustic version of Poison. To the point where they stopped, they were supposed Yo, to go. Yo, that's fire. Such a good move on Louis' part. <laughs> so they were supposed to go do an interview on this, and, and they stopped. They was like, hold up. Let's go over here and see what's happening. Oh, shit. So, yeah, they started doing, like, it's driving me. Yes, you know, so it's like, yes. And so Ricky Bell, like, Ricky Bell takes the mic. He starts performing. Mm-hmm. And they start cutting in the verse. Like, they perform Poison acoustically. Like, and, and I'm sorry, if you don't know Louis Bello in Boston, go check out Louis Bello. He's and Lisa, fire. Like, oh, check yeah, out Lisa. Yeah. She's fire. You know what I mean? But, uh, so, yeah, they impromptu. Wow. Like, See, the coincidences that you don't expect sometimes. Nah, like, so it's, it's one of those, like, Louis gets it, tosses the mic, like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm yes. thinking with him, like, yeah. I like, get back yeah kind of cut it back real quick like fire <laughs> fire so yeah. um but yeah um but anywho so gets me back to like i want to do artist showcases because we have so much talent in this right. area and it doesn't get highlighted and mainly i want to highlight r&b because like although hip-hop in a lot of spaces is um like blacklisted yeah we understand that mm-hmm. um i feel like r&b is never listed anywhere because Facts. it's not a, a platform where it's Hmm? Uh, perform it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's crazy. I went over to a former coworker of mine who at the time worked at the House of Blues and kind of okay. pitched that idea. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you know, I want to, I didn't want to do the foundation room. You know I mean, I wanted to do the bar because the street side. Yeah. You know I mean, right. you know, I want people like to hear music and be like, what's going on in there? Yeah. And be able to have access. A little more, uh, yeah, yeah, accessible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was a small capacity space. It was, it was about 130 people. Okay. And he was like, He's like, what's your kickoff event? I was like, well, I have a movie coming out. And he's like, time out. He's like, you can't he's say like, it all. He's like, wait, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. what? He's like, you can't say it all casual. He's like, he's like. You're all humble. Yeah, he's like, you still work over there. Like, when did you shoot a movie? So right. I was like, it's an independent movie and everything. And mm-hmm. gave him the rundown. He was just like, and it's nationally going to be released? I was like, yeah. And he was just like. Perfect. Fully distributed. I was like, yeah. And he was just like. You're not using this bar here. He's like, I'm moving you up to the foundation room. Hey! He's like, that's 250 people. Nice. I was like, no, I want to do it. He's like, look, you either do it in the foundation room or you don't do it at all. Yes. Yep. That's like, dope. Yeah. I was like, I'll do it in the foundation that's room. <laughs> so now I'm like, oh, man, like 30 days out from the release, like. Uh, kind of like pressure to yeah, like make like, it great. Like, like 250 people. What are we going to do? Like, uh, everyone invite your moms, your aunties, uncles, cousins. Like, yeah. we need them all. <laughs> yeah, so the first thing was, was like, all right, so uh, definitely inviting every artist yeah. on the soundtrack. And what we're going to do, we're going to add six additional bonus songs because at that time the soundtrack had been out for a while. That's smart. So yeah. we did a deluxe version, added mm-hmm. some few songs on it, featured some new artists, and kind of invited them to perform. Yep. Um, and yeah, and I told people, I was like, hey, this is not going to be your typical kind of night. Like, you got to dress to the nines. Like, you yeah. got to be dressed up. Yeah. Um, suit and tie event. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to tell him so much suit and tie, but I was like, it's a movie release. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, right, you know, right. You, you, know, you can gotta have make a it red classy. You can have a red carpet. You can have a step and repeat. Like, right. You know? Um, I was like, and it's just for the space that we're in. We're mm-hmm. not casually known to be in spaces like this. You know, and it's not saying that it was never inviting, but I don't think anyone tried to, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know? it does. Um, so to everyone's credit, they came dressed to the nines. We had uh, we had our, like 
artists, hip hop artists, Desert Fleet, like hip hop artists in tuxes. Oh my gosh. In suits. White I love suits, that. Like, like yes. performing in white suits. Like, oh man, we, it was crazy. So, so like, classy. Yeah, love that. so everyone everyone came up there. You know, shout out to Ray Royale. Hey. You know, my boy, that's a, that's a bro right there. Uh, but Ray, like, that was my, like, my actual first time, like, hearing Ray live. Like, yeah, I've and how Ray, was it? Yeah, yeah, Ray's a, he's a professional. He's a professional, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, he used to be part of Metro City, who, mm-hmm. you know, had a deal, and they would, used to be signed with Keisha Colin yep. for a point in time, too. Um, him and uh, Cyrus the Shield. But, yeah, so, like, I had Ray, and Ray came up. I heard, I heard a lot of his stuff, so I'm like... Some big used, names in the room. Yeah, so, we, like, we joke, we joke a lot. To this day, anytime, like... I call Ray, I'm like, yo, Ray, I got a show. He's like, put me on, I want on. <laughs> and me and Ray have this long, like, long-running thing where, like, we'll have a sing-off. Okay. You, know I mean? you and your rap battles and your sing-offs? Yeah, well, like, sing-offs, look I, at take, you. I take sing-offs seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like, uh, and knowing Ray, like, knowing, it, like, he's like an encyclopedia of R&B. I call myself yeah. the R&B connoisseur. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, we yes. always, like, just go back and forth. So I'd be like, Ray. You might have got last time I got this time. We and we put it on for the crowd and like yes. you know, and his his biggest thing about his show, like his engagement with the fans in the room, mm-hmm. like especially the women. Yeah. Of course. And like he'll call one up and yeah, you know, yeah. serenade them up. Like, I can't do that, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So That's I gotta, how you do it though. You get the people involved. Yeah, you, so, know? you know, but it's a, it's an entertainment factor. Facts. You know what I mean? Because yes, I, yes. I, like a lot of all my artist showcases I host. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's a dynamic in which you don't want to be like come into the stage next. Right, like, right. You know, yeah. you wanna you wanna yeah. have the, those engagements and, and make people feel welcome make the artists feel welcome loosen them up right um and so like ray is someone who's like a classic person i could just <laughs> try to throw him a curveball i feel like you guys need to sing off soon we got to see that oh, we, gonna, we, yeah. gonna have we need like we a gonna recent have, we, we need a, a, one in the future oh, we very soon have one. You know I, mean? I do a, i did a little usher one time and he's oh, like, okay yeah. He wanted to pull out jealousy. Well, gotta let it burn? What'd you do? Well, no, no, I, did, oh, we got? I, did, I did so nice and slow. You know Ooh, what I mean? Okay. Yeah, no sound show. Did a little song, song, but then I hit him with the Donald Jones. When I pulled out the way I want to be, yeah. he had to join me on it. You know what I mean? Like, it was like the, the, we ain't battling no more. We just sing truth, it together. Yeah. <laughs> it's the truth. Oh, that's you know, funny. Um, but yeah, so we did that event up there. In 30 days, we had full capacity. We was at max capacity. Um, and just to have max capacity in a space like that and have no incidents, mm-hmm. like, that was a thing to marvel at. And, like, to the point where I got a lot of feedback. Like, anytime you want to do an event. Because that's yeah. a big thing. So just so people know, yeah. listening in for event event hosting and all that, not having incidents or any mm-hmm. accidents happen at the event, that gives you, like, a lot of leeway. Like, because usually people are getting thrown out, kicked out, smoking weed, doing things they're not supposed to do. And that's like, every time that happens, it's like a hit against you as a planner, kind mm. of. So, um, that's fire on your end. And then from there, I feel like it kind of gives you a reputation where the foundation room would want to have you back. Yeah. So that, and it was crazy. They definitely wanted to have me back and, um, pick up the pills. I know I seem like I'm shouting out everybody, but I like, I like nah, to pay. Now you got I like, to. I, got, like, I like to give, uh, you know, credit where credit's due. Like, of course. Pillsbury with Dreamstar uh, Studios. He used to do a thing called uh, Soul Search Wednesdays and mm. Soul Search. Um, and instead of starting something fresh, mm-hmm. I seen him along the world, like on his rise and doing different venues and stuff like that. And one time he put me onto my first actual hosting of a showcase. Okay. Because I was wanting to promote Surprise Surprise and I had him on the soundtrack, him and uh, one of his artists at the time and he was just like, we was at the studio vibing 
He's like, man, I got to find a host for the showcase, but I was like, let me host it. Yeah, you're like, uh, right here. He's like, he was like, he was like <laughs> I do it all, duh. To that credit, I had never hosted it. You yeah, know what right. So, uh, he was like, you host? I was like, I was like, we're introducing, entertaining, I got this, bro. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, he was like, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So I hosted uh, one of his Soul Search events and, you know, went on just to host a few more. And so yeah. to return the favor to him, I was right. like, hey, I got this great, great you know, platform. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing something from scratch, how about we take Soul Search and bring it over here? Kind of refresh it a bit. Okay. Yeah. And like so, that. You know, we did. Uh, we did. I want to say every other month we had shows. Okay. Um, local artists. Yeah, switching local it artists. Up. We had artists come from New York. Wow. You know, artists That's from dope. all over. We had and got to the point where we were doing artist release parties. Okay. Music release videos and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was, it was dope. It was dope. And then, uh, you know, point in time that we did that for like I said about a about a year. Okay. Um, and then I kind of was like, you know what? I want to do something different. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, I had the amicable, you know, kind of put him in a place where if he needed to reach out to people, he can do shows on his own there because he had enough equity just by being there now. Right, um, right. But he was able to do shows up there if he needed to. Yeah. And I still have my platform where I can go in and, yeah. and do stuff. So I created a platform called Talk That Talk. Hey. And then, uh, and then the biggest, biggest event I did was Battle of the Sexes. Okay, well, could you tell us a little yeah, bit about so what that was? was and I'm sorry, are these all in the foundation room? All in the foundation okay, room. Okay, so that was like your home base home of event base. planning. That was like anywhere. And this has been what, uh, like for the last like six years? Yeah, so I was running events in there from legit 2015 all the way through 2019. Okay, got you. And, you know, the and pandemic. And then COVID, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> COVID Every time like, I have a guest on, it's like, and then, and I'm like, and then COVID hit. Yeah, COVID, um, COVID, yeah. COVID. But we coming back now, you already know. <laughs> Definitely, so COVID hit. Um, but yeah, it was unique about it, like with Battle of the Sexes. Like, Talk That Talk was great. Yeah. Love it. You know, kind of give people their platform where they can come up and do the open mic, but we always had the set artists in between there. Got you. When I sit here and tell you Battle of the Sexes... Like, <laughs> like men versus women. Is that men what I'm getting from women. it? Okay, men yeah. Men versus women. Like Yo, I you had, asking for some fights though. <laughs> we, had the, we had lineups like it was. Sometimes you have 16 acts. Oh you had my 12 gosh! Acts, and we would get them in. You had people who be like, I didn't even want to perform, but now I want to perform. I'm gonna, Is it all R and B? We had R and B, okay. R and B, hip hop mixtures. Okay, gotcha. Uh, you know, we heavily R and B. Uh, Would you ever do hip hop versus R and B, or was it just R and B versus R and B? I don't need to find the right venue for that, but I would love to do that. Okay, got you. Uh, because I know, like, hip hop, great. Love hip hop is it's an extension of R and B music, which you know, what I mean, it's all great. However, I think it takes a little bit more skill when it comes to being an R and B slash soul singer. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just a little bit more, not yeah. too much. Um, However, different art forms, but yeah, yeah, different skill levels. Yeah, because yeah. like, uh, if your voice cracks, you're done. Yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> you got that. You know I mean? As so, soon as you go off key just a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, off, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, your voice crack as you rap, it could be for the better. You never know. Right. Um, but yeah, so we did the Battle of the Sexes. So Battle of the Sexes, first time we did it. Oh, uh, man, it was, it was well received and, you know, we had a great turnout. Yeah. But... Second time around when we did it. Oh man, we had the stack lineup. I had Louis versus Lisa Bello. Oh shit, you put I, brother yeah, versus yeah, sister yeah, now. Like, okay. Yeah, you look, should do a sibling battle. Look, look <laughs> we, we had you know we had people battle like to the point where 
I had an R&B single. Who, who can who can spit? But she like took it to heart. Like she Damn. came. Yeah. Had the look shades. Okay. Had the flannel. Like, you Prepared. Know. Where's he at? <laughs> Where's Andre X, aka Kr from oh Lawrence Man? Where he at? Oh, Andre X. Yeah, from Shout Lawrence. out Andre. Yeah, 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 I've had him on the show before. And she was like, she was like, where he at? She was I want to see your face. <laughs> like, yo, so we're all. It was like some heated, like, yeah, battling. We're, we're all cracking up in the crowd. So he, like, he shows his face. She's like, yeah. You DJ, the one. Drop that. <laughs> she was like, she was like, she was like, I didn't know how to come. I didn't know if we was going bar for bar. I was ready. She was like, I got my joints and I got bars just to get. I know? love that. But it was an energy. It was good like, energy. Yeah, yeah was bring energy. that energy. It was yeah. the energy. Um, the promo for it was crazy because, um, you know, B87, you know, shout out to B87. and mm -hmm. Notorious in the morning, like they heard about it, and you know, Uncle Al, who, who's now based out of uh, Orlando, hey. but they was just like, "Yo, come up here and promote the show because we heard about the first one." Okay. So we promoted that, and you know, so it was getting a lot. Get even of more buzz. notoriety yeah, around the city. It was getting yeah. a lot of buzz, and so like to the point we had spoken word artists. And, okay. Uh, so some spoken word artists like would come up and challenge me. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but the biggest, I think, the the key factors there was uh, Nancia. And myself, yeah. Nancy is a huge, and you got to get familiar with Nancy. Yeah, I clearly do. Huge one. You I'm like embarrassed. About, I'm like, oh shit, nah, if they want to nah, see nah. that, my bad, my bad, nah, Nancy. Shout out to Jay Hunt and the whole Smokehouse Media team. Uh, Nancy, that's that's sis right there. Nancy is a huge R&B artist from this area, and she does a lot. I'm definitely going to get a refill. She already um, know. But she's like, she's a huge artist in this area, man. And more importantly, her positivity and uplifting other women. Um, who are in the in the field and the artistry is is crazy. Yo, if um, that's what she's about, that's what I love to hear. Yeah, so, so you she already has, know. She has merchandise called Queen's Gear. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. This, we so, have to talk off camera oh, about no, that. No, no, we can talk because I remember so what was unique about it. Uh, she never had hosted, mm -hmm. and I brought her onto the platform because I was uh, we was working on her album yeah. called Heir to the Throne. Okay. Uh, in which I wrote fire two, name. Yes, in which <laughs> I in which I wrote two songs. Um, featured on one of them. Okay. Yeah, and so we was right. Throw that plug in there. Yeah, you got it. You Shamelessly. Got it. You got it. You know, how to love. You know what I mean? That's the name of the song. Go look it up. Also wrote Relapse. Hey. <laughs> but uh, but now, so we you know we was in the studio doing her project, and I'm doing an artist showcase. And I'm like, you gotta you gotta co-host with me. And she's like, what? I'm, hey. She's like, co-host. I I don't do that. Right. Right. I was like, trust me. Like. You're gonna get the bug for it. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're gonna be a natural. Trust me. I was like, yeah. follow my lead. And I was yeah. like, and midway through, you you're not even gonna have to follow my lead. You're just gonna. It's just about using your personality, yeah. really. You yeah, know? and so that's what she did. But you know, there's the showman side of it. So like, you know, Facts. when I came out, you know, she came out and she was all cool. I came out with Battle of the Sexes. She was the the, the lead for the women. I was leading for the men. So I had like I my big that. wrestling championship belt coming. She was like, so dramatic. Yeah, she was like, what the, hell? the fuck? Yeah. What you're like, yo, we the champs over yeah, here. Yeah, she's like, she like, where's my belt? I was like, nah, you got to get your nah, own. you got to earn this. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, the second time around, like, after she got the buck, she was like, she was telling Hunt, she's like, yo, he had a belt. Like, oh, I'm my. my own belt now. <laughs> like, and so when I came, oh, when I shit. came for the second one, she pulled out, she, she had, had her belt? own belt, like, customized. That's pink. my type of girl. Yeah, like, pink. I'm like, oh. So oh, bedazzled like, and yeah. shit. She was like, yeah, you ain't the only one. You know, Love she, that. You yeah. see, like, Good energy. from the first event to the second event, like, yeah. how she kind of elevated. And what was more importantly, I told her, I was like, this is going to help build your stock in a different 
realm. Right. You know what I mean? Everyone knows you as an artist. You're a dope artist. Right. However, you step outside that comfort zone, people see that you're an entertainer and you're able to host. Mm-hmm. Like now, people who may not be familiar with your music and stuff like that, who just need event hosting, they're like, yeah. "Whoa, I seen Nancy a host like right. come exactly. host, host this event." Right, and now you can introduce people to your music that way exactly. as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so just kind of, um, kind of trying to elevate. You know what I mean? Entertain, educate, right. elevate. Oof, can you say it one more time? <laughs> Entertain, educate, elevate. You know what I mean? It's like my um, new favorite three E's. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, so when Nancy is, she she took that and ran with it. And so the second event was like a was amazing like just to capture you know lightning in a bottle yeah. once is a, like it's remarkable but twice right and it came to the point where like after the event people were like yo I would get text messages emails Facebook yeah. messages DMs yeah. like I want to be on the next one I want right. to be on the next right. one can, when is the next one and well like we talked about like organic growth like yeah. when it's something good when people see that it's something real and natural and like dope that the city doesn't have they want to catch on to that too yeah. it just like goes like wildfire when it's something like that yeah it was crazy yeah. man it was um and, and so just seeing that and from there went on to uh like I said just finished writing for Nancy's project we was able to release that and nice. did the uh did the Middle East yes you know, yeah yes. shout out the Middle East yes, yep. yes so uh and then from there from working at the foundation room like I know now and you can touch upon it however you mm-hmm. want to but you also start doing kind of like music event planning for um like Fenway for games and different like music events yeah. um can you and actually what I really want to highlight is the fire and I want to shout you out congratulations because it's a first for the city a first for you and a first for the nation going forward they had their first Juneteenth event yes. at Fenway Yes, oh my gosh yes. like yo that yeah. means so much to me being from the city that we have finally hosted our first juneteenth event at our home game <laughs> at our home place at fenway so yeah so uh <laughs> so you know what i mean in, in full transparency i've been working with the red sox for over 15 years okay i'm um, in a variety of capacity roles and um mainly focused on the in ballpark entertainment aspect nice. of it um and so yeah and so it, it was um you know, taking over what is known as Jersey Street now, their entertainment. Yeah. Um, you know, diversifying the acts there, you yep. know, including students who go to Berkeley. I'm like, hey, you guys are in school. You're going to eventually you're going to want to perform and have to perform. So exactly. Tapping into that resource in which, you know, I was recognized and received one of their abuse awards. So it's like a Berkeley Urban Service Award. Wow. Yeah, Shout you know, out to you. Thank you. Um, you know, doing that and. You know, just bringing acts that I feel are dope in, in a variety of genres and kind of giving them a platform. Yeah. Um, no matter their age, you know, their sexual orientation, you right. know, things Anything. of that nature. So, but yeah, that's been dope. But Juneteenth. Yo, yeah. how did you feel? How did that make you feel Juneteenth. being a part of that? Like, oh, I see, man. yo, you're going to have to check out his Instagram, guys. But like, <laughs> he's on Fenway Park's field on Juneteenth with like the flag behind him, everything, like celebrating that shit, like yeah. how we should have been for years. You feel me? So, so uh, shout out to the Red Sox just for just yes. being receptive to that as well. Um, and huge shout out to Olivia Irving, who, you know, alongside you know, myself, we planned that whole thing. Wow. Um, we had a lot of contributors too. Um, however, our vision for it was as soon as we heard like, we're doing Juneteenth, we have a Juneteenth home game. All right, this is, this is what we want to do. Yeah. Um, and we worked with, you know, their group sales department. Um, 
you know, Travis Polio to be exact, and it was just like, hey, Mm -hmm. No, we've seen the year before they did Puerto Rican Heritage and mm -hmm. the line for these customized Puerto Rican Heritage jerseys was ridiculous. I like, can imagine. Yeah, and yeah. it was so unique. Like, everyone's like, you see, like, the pride right. coming out from people right. who, you know, are Puerto Rican descent or who yeah. identify as Puerto Rican. It's like, yo. And, like, show, like, when the city shows that they acknowledge you as a culture, you know what I'm yes. saying? Like, that's what brings the people because it's like we're seeing us represented in our city finally. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Which is huge. Like, it was, it was, it was dynamic. Um, so, we, Olivia and myself, uh, you know, designed the jerseys, the Juneteenth no jerseys. Way. For, yeah. So, okay. um, when we looked at it, we was just like, all right. Definitely wanted it to be black. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had we had a few options of which could have like both landed on the side of dopeness. Like we polled a few people and it didn't make it no better because everyone's like, oh, fifty percent this way, fifty percent this way. But we yeah. kind of made a made a, a joint executive decision. Like we're just gonna go with the all black. Yeah, and the jerseys were dope, by the yeah. way. So yeah, so it, was, it was crazy. It was like all black. Had the gold stitching uh, outlining for like black excellence. We had the the red and green. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Black History Month colors, too. And so it, it was dope, man. And, you know, we to this day, we're still getting hit up like, yo, we didn't want to go to the game. We just want to buy a jersey. We're yeah. buy a jersey. And did you have a good turnout for the event? We had an amazing turnout. Yes. Um, an amazing turnout. And it was something that where, you know, the Red Sox, you know, again, kudos to them. We used their brand new 521 Overlook space. Wow. Um, okay. And so, you know, Olivia and myself, when we thought of the pregame and how we wanted the aspect, we invited people from the Museum of African-American History um, which not a lot of people know about. Like I was oblivious to it until earlier this year in January where I went to an event and you know, Hill Harper was there and Anthony Anderson from Blackish. What? Yeah, they, they were Yo. there. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh. <laughs> and so just chopping it up with them, like That's this, amazing. Like, this casual, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, wow, this is eye opening. Um, we also invited, you know, uh, a few people from Boston Wild Black who just recently did their first summit yep. at the Western Copley, and they're doing remarkable things. They, I know they have an upcoming event uh, called the BWB Family Reunion, their second okay. annual one on Lawn on D. Yeah. Last year turned out about 5,000 black people. Wow, <laughs> yeah, so that's amazing. You know, bigger and better. Yeah. Um, we also included... Uh, you know, Tanisha Sullivan from the NAACP, who's also running for, you know, Secretary of State right now. Wow. Yeah. So you had a, a lot of big names. A lot of big names. Do you names. feel like this Daniel might Johnson. turn into, like, going forward, like, going forward to being, like, an annual or a regular thing? Um, yeah, it's not a one-time thing. Okay. It's not a one-time thing. I was thing. hoping not, because <laughs> nah, nah. I really want to make the next nah, one, so. No, nah, no, nah, nah. It's not a one-time thing. Word. The one thing I will say is, um, for the first one, and it, it's crazy, what really brings it all together is, um, you know, I know Olivia had her post and you know, she was able to touch on it. Um, and for me, like, I've been a part of three World Series championships. Wow. I've been on double parades, you know, I, you know, all that stuff, which is great. Look at this guy so humble. Like, just nah. whipping out all his accolades at the nah, end of the show. Okay. But it's great. However, it's to be a part of something that, that's its first. Right. Like, I've been a part of Fenway's 100th anniversary. Wow. You know what I mean? And seeing that. But this park is 110 years old. <laughs> and it's never hosted a Juneteenth event. And Juneteenth yeah. realistically just became a federal holiday. Right. And a state holiday back in 2020 during yeah. the pandemic and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so to be a part of that, like, it's So first. special. And I, the moment that stood out to me, and, and, you know, shout out to Jackie Bradley Jr., who's an outfitter for the Sox as well. <laughs> Because uh, he he was on board with a lot of it. Um, we looked up and looked at the 521 perch, and all you see is just black people. 
See, like that's just like beautiful. That to yo. me, that's a win right there. Yeah, and then like I look up as Michelle Brooks Thompson, who's a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous singer. Um, if you guys should look her up, Michelle Brooks Thompson for sure. Like she's remarkable, but she's singing "Lift Every Voice," <sighs> and I'm looking. At I feel her, like I would have been in tears. Like <laughs> I, I, that's I such took, a. You know, how, like when you get in trouble in the back, you throw her. <laughs> Yo, right. <laughs> I'm like, mm, mm. Push cry, it back. Push it back. I'm gonna But I was like, this is hey, so beautiful. Hey, grown men can still cry too. <laughs> all right? We could, but I was like, in some of those pictures, you see like my jawline like clenched. Aww. I was like, Yo, this is yeah. so like wow. Like yeah. we as a people did this. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? And it was yeah. so impactful and powerful and that's something I will never take for granted, man. Like people always ask me, like, you you've been with the Sox, you work with the Sox. Yeah. What's your greatest moments? And World Series wins are probably like third, fourth, fifth on my list. And this is number uh, one. Yeah, this <laughs> just by far jumped to number one. Hey. Yeah. So that's amazing. And, you know, I just want to thank you again for bringing that to the city and being involved and being one of the people who um, created that for us. And going forward, um, it's going to be something that, like, our kids can go enjoy and see. And, like, it's going to be different for them when they get older. So it's like those are um, historical moments. And you yeah. are part of history. So, you know, yes. shout out to you for that shit. <laughs> yes, um, thank you. And, you know, other parts of history uh, as well in the city, you've also been, like, recognized lately for, you know, some of your, like I said, accolades. Um, I don't know so. if you want to draw. I don't know. You said you could make it exclusive, but I'm not going to make you make it exclusive. Oh, okay. But like, so, if you yeah, want to. I know you touching on. If you want to. So, yes, yes, yes. I've been uh, recently approached by uh, In Boston Magazine. And uh, Mike Caputo, <laughs> definitely good looks. Because uh, if anyone doesn't know who Mike Caputo like Mike Caputo was in the city. You guys are sleeping. Um, for Wake the, up. For the simple fact, he does a lot with, with young young artists, especially. Facts. Um, trying to give them and instill knowledge into them and provide them with the proper tools so, so that they can succeed on top of touring with LFO and doing a lot of work in production on that side. So Mike called me and he was just like, hey, you know, um, it's like, I don't think you got your flowers. <laughs> I was like, what are you I was like, you sent me flowers. Like, what are you talking about, Mike? <laughs> uh, he was like, no, no. He was like, I want to make sure that you get your just due because you do a lot for the artists of this city. And you do it without wanting anything in return. And more importantly, you always try to deflect attention away from you. He's like, and I'm not going to let that happen this time. Hey. He's like, you know, I'm with M Boston Magazine. And we're going to do a story on you. Ooh, <laughs> you want to hear first? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so recently, uh, I want to say a few weeks back, they came out and did some uh, on-site photos when I was at Fenway. They did some photos. Um, nice. And he came on a day. <laughs> he came on a day where there was a, close to 200 people down on the field for a pregame ceremony. He was like. Wow. He was looking around. He was like, that is ridiculous. He was like, you know, ultimately, we wanted to try to get some questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that's not gonna happen. Right. But he was like, but the picking up the content and seeing like you going. It's a good from, day for yeah, B-roll, yeah, <laughs> you know. He was like, he was like, that was just remarkable, man. He was like, I've come down here, I've seen you like operate in the lesser, but he was like, this is. Yeah. He was like, and you like commanded everybody, like, um, yeah. so. 
But yeah, we're gonna be doing a, an, an article and Boston Magazine. So it's shout fire. out to Boston Magazine. You do bro. deserve your flowers. I mean, you've been in this game for what we say almost fifteen years, years. <laughs> like almost two decades. Yo, you deserve this, yeah. and it's only continuing to grow. And like, if you you know go look at Jay's page or look at his Instagram, look at the shit he's done, look at his podcast, mm. all the things. Like, yo, I don't, we would have a two-hour yeah. podcast if we talked about everything, but yeah. um. There are so many things in like your growth from when you started out to now. It's just continuing to build and rise, um, and it's it's amazing for the city what you're adding to you know what we got going forward as entertainers, as artists, as building the culture. Um, and you know, quickly because you. you know I feel like we just had to chop it up about you know the movie and the music and all that. But a huge part of you also is in the wrestling game and in WWE yeah. and like you went to <laughs> WrestleMania in April. Like yeah. yo, you guys. Would never expect this from Jay, but he's legit like Ric Flair's like fucking BFF. Like, um, oh man, can you just give me a brief like, what is wrestling to you? How did that play wrestling, into everything, wow. etc.? Wrestling is a. Uh, ever since I had memories, I remember wrestling. Let's just put it that way. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone even before, even before Stone Cold. <laughs> that was my man, fish's like, name growing yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it goes way back, man. Like, my love for wrestling, man. Um, Macho Man, Ultimate Warrior, Rob Van Dam, mm. you know, from the launch of ECW and so on. So, with WCW, you got Sting, Luger. You know what I mean? You had Harlem Heat, who by far was like my greatest tag team of all time. Uh, then goes to the NWO, of course. You know what Thanks. I mean? And so, my love for wrestling kind of just grew from that. And, and, you know, one of my friends came up to me, Luis Vasquez, who one of my co-hosts on the Unsanctioned Podcast, him and Julio June. Shout uh, out the Unsanctioned Podcast, yes. a wrestling podcast. If you guys want more info, make sure you check out Jay's page. We're everywhere except for Spotify. Hey. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Luis came up to me. He was like, yo, we watch wrestling. We talk wrestling. Why not talk about wrestling? Exactly. And I was like, sold. Um, and literally, we we started off our back in July of uh, 2017. Kind of got the ball rolling, did a couple of episodes. And I want to say by our our fifth episode, we went viral. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And we you had, had wrestlers, like actually interviewing yes, wrestlers yeah. on your show and everything. Yeah. So yeah. We, uh, we, and we knew no one. Like, we right. didn't know anybody in the right. industry. We kind of just grassroots everything. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the wrestlers who, like, growing up that I loved, you know, and I thought he would be a future world champion. His name was Ahmed Johnson. Okay. Um, and we had him on for an episode. He was episode five, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and his comments, <laughs> the things he was saying, you know, in the wrestling community, is someone, one person that gets it, it's going to flare anywhere yeah and so he he had some unpleasant things to say about the rock and a few other people okay um, so kind of built like oh, that man. audience it, it got <laughs> to a point where the guest that we wanted to have for episode five uh you know i won't i won't blast him um he told me no and he, oh, because of the previous comments no 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 i won't oh. blast i won't blast we okay. had initially asked him to be a part of the show okay gotcha. and he said he wouldn't do it because he he doesn't do podcasts but he has his own podcast and okay you know, it's what we left it as it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's when we got Ahmed on, and Ahmed happened to comment on this said wrestler. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because they worked together okay. uh, for a point in time, and it got to the point where, you know, the guest who we originally wanted on responded on his show. And with that happening, so now everyone's like, well, where did he say this at on his show? So we're like, snap. we're being quoted, well, not even quoted, our, our interview is being referenced 
and other people's websites and stuff right. like that. They're not right. giving us credit. We're reaching out to these people like, hey, make sure you credit Unsanctioned Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but then we do it on YouTube mm-hmm. and I want to say instantly it bought us up to like 15,000 views. And that's just, we're not even just the audio stream, like just throwing it on YouTube. Yeah. We, we didn't even count the audio stream. That's wild. Yeah, and so like to this day, like I still get notifications. About that? Yeah, because we recently just bought the site that actually owned our content. What? That's yeah. huge. So, 360 again. Yeah, so like... we actually now own that YouTube channel that, that housed a lot of our earlier episodes. Okay. Um, right. And so, yeah, we, you know, it's great. You know what I mean? Come full yeah. circle. Um, and then full circle, you're at WrestleMania in April, and it's like you're uh, with, like, stars and taking pictures yeah, with all so these people. It's like, the yo. The greatest moment about that. So even before WrestleMania, um, shout out to Kevin Sullivan. For anyone who's big in wrestling, he goes by the Taskmaster. We had him on the show. Mm-hmm. He loved our show so much. He was like, you guys are the best podcast I've ever had. He was like, can I do my own podcast? <laughs> and he's like, I want you That's guys. Real. He's like, I want you guys to go to this event in Chicago called All Out. And at the time, All Out was it sold out in 29 minutes. <laughs> it was five wrestlers who came together, put their money up. They got a venue and put together their own wrestling show. First time that's ever really happened. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, cool. Like, flew us out. Right. Got us tickets, like. We're sitting there eating dinner with the original Four Horsemen, like Tully Blanchard and what the fuck? Magnum T.A. And like, I'm sitting there like, and you wanted to guess that heard our podcast yeah. and heard what other people said about this. So we yeah. get the dirty look. But then, uh-huh. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, the love comes with hate, you know, <laughs> Yeah. But the, the coolest moment out of all that is, um, you know, is we had these guys go by what culture wrestling. And they're based out of the UK, and they have like a million subscribers and stuff. Wow. And they heard our, the name of our podcast. Stop what they were doing. It was like, we loved your Ahmed Johnson interview. Ah, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, and it was, and it was That's like big. So we, they was like, we want to follow you. We want to keep up to yeah, date with you yeah. guys, like so on and so forth. And you know, we stay in contact with them. I just recently seen them out at WrestleMania oh, in Dallas, dope. and they was like, Jay, yeah, <laughs> I <was excited>. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was like awesome. But yeah, I went to WrestleMania. That's kind of like a childhood dream for you. Like, yeah, uh, I never, locked like, in. You yeah, feel so me? Luis, Luis had went to uh, WrestleMania, I want to say two or three years before, where he witnessed mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston, who's from Massachusetts, <laughs> become the first African-born you know, yeah. WWE champion. Yeah. So that was history in its own right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And so we've seen Big E do it here in Boston recently. <laughs> um, but I went to this WrestleMania, and it was like... Like no I'm, in, I'm, I'm in like partners meetings and I'm like, oh, that's Johnny. Oh, me and Johnny Knoxville this order from the same bar. Just chilling. Yeah, no big up? deal. What's up, Johnny? <laughs> like, you know, so all wild. the celebrities in there like. Yeah. Um, but some of the wrestlers who we were able to have on in their earlier phases when they was in the indies and working mm-hmm. for like promotions like Evolve. Shout out to Gabe. Um, but like Evolve and stuff like that, they would remember me and they would come up like. Because it's so funny, like, um, yeah. one of their biggest stars, right, up-and-coming stars, his name is Theory. You know, okay. back then he went by Austin Theory. Uh, he's a like, current United States champion and handpicked by Vince McMahon, like, doing promos and, and on-camera stuff with him. Wow. And so I see him, and he's, like, he's playing pool, you know, and they were staying at the Omni. I come around the corner with a drink. He throws a pool stick down. He was like, dude, like, <laughs> he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, 
like, yeah, I'm out here for WrestleMania, kind of, you know. Back you again. Just, yeah, like, like, he's like, you podcast? I was like, nah, this is business. He yeah, was like, yeah. He, he kind of looked at me, because I had told him what I wanted to do beforehand. He was yeah. like, oh, it's close to happening? I was like, I don't know, we'll see. You're like, we'll see, we'll, we'll see. see you know yeah, I mean? keep but, that under wraps, but yeah, you know. Yeah. But you know, and he Big introduced me to like Ezekiel Elliott, who's the running back for the Cowboys. Wow. And I'm like, <laughs> that's amazing yeah and it's like a lot of those guys who you like you interview on the way up and yeah. that you meet um, and it's cool because like wrestling's kind of like a lost art form in a way nowadays so the fact that you can incorporate like wrestling into like your event planning and your podcasting and your media yeah. what you're doing and taking things that you love and making that a career um, that's kind of the goal and that's like as artists the, yes. the main thing that we can work for is like making a career out of our art. So I, I just want to, again, give you a flower, shout you out. Thank you. I um, want to give you your flowers. Time out. Oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> we got to give you your flowers. Like, I appreciate all the love. And however, what you're doing is remarkable. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, you're not only sharing your platform with others who are trying to ascend, but you're doing it in a way that there's no blueprint for you are creating the blueprint <laughs> so you are the originator facts and when you are an originator you are then setting the trend that others can follow and that's what makes you so unique so shout out to you shout out to both of us <laughs> yeah. you yo I love that when you're creating the blueprint like there's no right or wrong way to do it it's just to keep doing it to remain consistent mm -hmm. to be dedicated to that art form whatever it may be whether it's wrestling podcasting hosting event planning whatever it is like you can create your own lane. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to follow other people. You don't have to be a sheep. You can make the path. Um, and I think that's, you know, a big reason I wanted to have you on the show, Jay, is because you've created your own path to where you're at now, just like I'm trying to do my own. Um, and, you know, based off the name Old Soul Young World, um, you know, it's it's something, you know. It, I'm it, very an old soul. <laughs> so, world. all right, you can just answer my next question, Jay. <laughs> yeah. What does it mean to you? Uh, whoever you are, Jay, whatever you've been through, wherever you come from, what does it mean to you to be an old soul in the young world or just an old soul at all? I think knowing where you've come from, even though you've never been there. <laughs> that, that, that's fire. You know what I mean? And it's like when you're when you have that ability, like I said, my passion for music started with my mom's. You know what I mean? Playing all those classic records in which I used to be like, I can't stand. And yeah. I would mimic, like, when I would hear, I want to go outside in the rain. Like, yes, I want to go outside in the rain to get away from this music. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like being able to tap into something that you've never physically touched. I mean, sometimes never even, you know, was able to hear. Yeah. You know that there's a connection there. Yeah. And bring it to today's time. Yes. And connect it with the next generation, uh, to me, that is what it means to be an old soul in a young world. Hey! We love that. We love that. And it's so facts because it's like when it's something you can't touch, when it's intangible, um, when it's just an idea in your head and, you know, you could say to 500 people and they think you sound crazy because it's this idea that maybe nobody else has ever had or thought no one else has had. But when you can, you know, lay that idea down as the blueprint, when you can start showing people um, what it is and being an example of an old soul of carrying through that R&B culture, that old school mm. culture, that knowledge, um, passing it down to other generations so that hopefully they can take it and do the same. 
yo, we're already winning and we're trying to make yes. Boston a better place just by doing that. Yes, um, so yes. Jay, can you please let the people know where they can find you, where they can check you out on all social media oh, platforms? Man. Across all social media, you can follow me at uh, Connoisseur781, so that's C-O-N-N-O-I-S-S-E-U-R-781 across social media platforms. And everybody who's tuning in, please make sure you check Jay out. He has so much to offer, so much he's doing for the city, so much that's going to be coming going forward. Um, and, you know, like he just said, he's a connoisseur, somebody who does many things, is an expert at many things, wears many hats. If you want to check out and learn how to do that, you know, Jay's a good person to be an um, catch as an example. Myself or many other artists in the city who are also trying to come up and do other things. And I think we said it at the beginning of the show, but it was the three E's. Yeah. Yes, Could you yes. tell the people three E's again? Three E's, man. Entertain, educate, and elevate. Hey! Yes, There's yes. no better way to end the show than to entertain, educate, and elevate yourself. Mm -hmm. Make sure you do that every day, every week, every time you wake up. Be like, yo, what can I do today that's going to make me a better person? What can I do today that's going to make me follow my dreams? What can I do today that's going to make that blueprint for the future? Make sure you think about that and make sure you tune in with me again next week <laughs> here on Old Soul in the Young World with your host, hey, Jesse Ellie. Young World, Young World. Ooh. Young World. Okay.